everyone. Welcome back to Music to My Ears. My name is Courtney. If it is your very first time listening to this podcast, welcome, welcome. If it's your second, third, fourth, fifth, or more time listening to any episode, welcome back. Lovely to have you guys again. So, I'm very excited. It is currently 11.30pm on a Thursday night, and I feel like I sound a little tired, so apologies if I sound a little grosser than I normally do. But... I like almost forgot to record this episode as is usually the norm so I think that the fact that it's still Thursday night and I remembered is a good sign but anyways but that means it's going to be like midnight by the time I finish which you know we're just gonna have to live with the repercussions of my actions so anyways I'm pretty excited kind of tired but excited because the week is almost over and i just watched my first theater show you guys okay so i'm not a huge theater person my sister is super into theater and musicals and stuff like that me not so much but i do have like a friend a couple friends who uh who are in our club on campus that's university theater and they like put on shows obviously every quarter and my friend invited me to watch like it's like the final dress rehearsal so it's like technically free and then the next two nights like actually cost money um and so I went to watch that one so it's called The Heirs which um my friend told me it was kind of like a Knives Out vibe so I was like okay I'm down for a little bit of like you know fighting over inheritance um and it was a really good time there were only like six like actors I guess like six characters um so it was very kind of like contained within like one setting um but kind of like a lot happened there's like a whole art to the story and it was very good it was like what two and a half ish hours so kind of long but I didn't get sleep at all it was riveting um but I had a good time I was watching with two of my friends and um it was very cool I don't know like I feel like it was like simple yet also kind of like thorough like because it wasn't like a it wasn't like a what do you call it like a show that I guess was like famous or whatever like it was written by like students so it was very interesting you know comedic but also serious that kind of like balance so I really liked it it was like yeah I feel like it was like okay I don't want to say it's like the first show that I've ever watched because I feel like I have vague memories of like watching some sort of like theater show or something like that but this is like my first cognizant one you know um so that was a very good time and Besides that, it actually blizzard today, you guys. It was, like, during, up okay, up until, like, what? I'd say up until, like, 2.30 p.m. today. It was, like, totally fine, a little bit cloudy, cold, you know, windy, but when is Chicago not windy and cold and bleak? And then, like, I was, like, in class, because I have a class that runs from, like, 2 to 3.20 p.m., and, like, at 2.30 p.m., I, like, looked out the window, and, like, the sky was cloudy, the snow was literally like spiraling down and like it was literally like snowing horizontally and that's when you know it's blizzarding because sometimes on the weather forecast I'll literally see like there's like a, a there's like different icons for like simply just snowing and there's another icon for blizzarding and I get the difference now like blizzarding is like if you if you like look at the direction that it's snowing it is not snowing from the heavens it is snowing from the side to the other side um and so 
it was definitely blizzarding today and like I had to walk in that because last time it blizzarded like last time it there was a blizzard like two weeks ago I like stayed inside literally for like two days straight and did not leave my apartment but since today was kind of like a half blizzard kind of moment like it only blizzarded for like a couple hours um I like you know went to my first two classes a day and then in the third class it started like blizzarding and so I had to walk through the blizzard in order to get to another building that I was meeting my friend at and it was crazy because it's like since it's snowing horizontally if you are like facing the direction of the wind or no if you're facing like basically like the snow snowing into your face you literally just have to like stare down at the ground and just hope you don't catch like several like snowflakes in your eyeball because you kind of just have to like you know like just face away from the wind so it is a whole moment and also I literally could like feel myself being blown away like that is totally my fear being blown away by like a strong gust of wind that I'm unprepared for because I can like feel my path that I'm walking in like change trajectory when the wind blows at me so that was kind of scary but it was definitely cool and like it was it's kind of like an it's like an experience to like actually be outside when it's snowing and actually experiencing like the snow being deposited onto the sidewalks because most of the time it's like by the time you're out people like someone will have like shoveled it away or the like cars with the like shovels attached to the bumpers will have like shoveled the snow away but since it was like snowing in action like the stairs were all covered with snow like you were literally just like clumping around in this clomping around in the snow so it was definitely an experience definitely very freezing my fingers were like so cold um but you know a good time overall gotta have that experience so that was my that was my day today which you know could have gone worse and now I have to think about what classes I'm taking next quarter because like my pre-registrations next week and like you have to like rank your classes and it's like a whole moment like half of me is like about to take two economics classes in addition to like my major classes which you guys, I was not made for econ, like, I stay away from that, but, you know, and then the other half of me is, like, trying to pursue, like, a minor in the last, like, couple quarters I have on campus and just squish it a minor, which, you know, that's not the only reason, obviously, like, choose a minor that you're interested in, but I do have a class already down for this minor, so we're just gonna see how it works out. Me is kind of, like, hoping I don't end up taking the econ classes, and I'm willing to, you know, just suffer what happens um but you know we'll be okay we'll see how everything turns out um and so I gotta think about that and then what else happened this past week I feel like everything was pretty decent some exciting things though I had such a good weekend and by weekend I mean like last weekend not not like the weekend that's currently happening right now or like when I post this episode but last weekend you guys was such a blast I am here to give you guys a very in-depth and thorough review of three movies that I watched over the weekend all in the span of like maybe eight hours So I had a sleepover with my friend. It was a good time. I love sleepovers. Have sleepovers with your friend. Stay up super late and talk about nonsense because it is such a good time. So I highly recommend sleepovers if you haven't had them. (laughs) I, I didn't have them when I was young, so I feel like I'm sleepover deprived. So here I am fulfilling my dreams of having sleepovers with my friends. So that was me. Um, we made dinner. It was super good. We had shrimp and rice. 
all of that and then we watched three movies so the first movie that we watched was midsummer which if you guys are into the horror genre you'll probably recognize that title um i'm not really like super knowledgeable about like movie producers and everything obviously there's like iconic iconic directors and everything okay let me look it up real quick so okay yeah so the the what do you call it director yeah the director of midsummer is ari aster who also directed hereditary um which is another like uh modern iconic i guess horror movie um and so midsummer is from 2019 so kind of recent and it is honestly my friend and i we were like not super not that we weren't pleased but we were like taken aback about how not scary it was like I think it's more of kind of like a psychological deep dark thriller you know and because I feel like a lot of horror movies rely on like jump scares and I'd say Hereditary had just like maybe like two and not even like jump scares it would just be like loud music all of a sudden you know like not even someone jumping out at you but just literally just like a cutscene that was like too loud or something and so basically what it's about is this uh, girl suffers like a tragedy with her family life and so she and her boyfriend and a couple of their friends or one of their friends goes to sweden to this little village where um, they attend this ceremony that only happens once every 90 years and basically kind of suspicious things are happening in that quote-unquote village it's kind of culty um and there's a lot of very questionable ceremonies and and traditions that they have that they that those you know characters kind of end up witnessing um and so how many people is it it's like so the main the main character is played by florence Pugh, who is awesome like black widow you know that kind of stuff um and i don't know who plays the boyfriend unfortunately but so there's yeah so there's the girl her boyfriend there's their two friends and i want to say that's it and then they have like two other like swedish friends and then there's the swedish exchange student who invites them to the village that he came from so Anyway, so basically a lot of stuff happens, kind of goes crazy, wasn't really prepared for it, like, but I was just surprised because there wasn't too many, like, bloody scenes either, like, it would just maybe be, like, one scene in and of itself with a couple shots, so I don't want to spoil the whole thing, I feel like it's definitely a a watch, I probably wouldn't watch it again, I mean, horror movies, not really my thing, I just kind of watch it with friends, um, but it was definitely an insightful kind of, kind of movie, I don't know if Ari Aster was intending it for for it to be so but um I definitely think it makes you think a lot about certain like cultures and like studying human civilizations and how we treat you know certain traditions that might have been uh very meaningful for that like culture that's being studied um and so obviously it is quite messed up what happens in the movie. If you've watched it, you'll know what I mean. But it's also very interesting how that topic or subject, I guess, is approached. And I feel like the ending is very kind of like, whoa, like that kind of stuff, you know? Does that even make sense? I don't feel like that's like, not, that's definitely not a way to describe it. But anyways, that was my thoughts on Midsummer. Uh, I don't know, aesthetic, I guess, in a weird kind of way. Uh, some nudity. So, you know keep that in mind 
definitely bloody in like specific parts not the majority of it but definitely some scenes um and honestly kind of surprising but the ending scenes orchestral score is my favorite um not gonna say what it's called because I feel like that might give it away but you guys will know what I'm talking about when it gets to the end and it gets to the climax the music is just so like it just like grabs at your emotions you know it just like rips your emotions out of your chest so that was definitely me may or may not have cried at the end of the movie even though I feel like that's totally stupid thing to do but that's fine anyways so then the second movie that I watched was called Dark Waters and this one is a like based on a true story kind of movie I want to say this is also 2019 I think um yeah so this movie is featuring Mark Ruffalo and Hathaway it is based on a true story and follows this like lawyer from this big law firm usually known for representing like large corporations and chemical companies so this lawyer played by Mark Ruffalo is approached by a farmer from West Virginia saying like something is happening to my cows they are acting aggressive they're dying I have to bury them like Something's happy to them, and I know it's because there are chemicals in the drinking water source that not only the cows are drinking from, but also me and my wife and my family, right? He's like, I want you to look into it because I know that it is this chemical company's fault. Um, and so, basically, the lawyer kind of, like, jeopardizes his job, essentially. Kind of, It's like this question of, like, do I risk, you know, the potential of losing my job? which I need to support my wife, my family, his wife's pregnant, that kind of stuff. Um, or do I look into this case and and see if there really is a wrongdoing by the chemical company against against farmers like the one who came to him, right? So very interesting, especially because it's based on a true story. Like I think this whole like case started up in like 1998. Um, and, like, honestly took all the way to 2015, maybe, and, like, I don't think it's ongoing still, like, there are multiple cases that the lawyer brought to court, but I think the whole issue of that chemical company and the chemicals that it created that end up in our drinking water, I think that's still very much an issue. Um, I don't, I'm not too familiar with the chemical itself, I don't even remember what they called it, they called it, like, C8, no, they called it, like, P P F O A or something like that. Um, I'm not super familiar with the chemical, but uh, the company that is mentioned, DuPont, um, still is a company today. It like merged, I think, recently with another company. So very interesting. Not usually one to watch movies based on like true stories. I think like I feel like that's not usually my genre. But my friend wanted to watch it, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, definitely makes you think about about what type of I guess chemicals and substances are in the things we eat or drink or kind of even on the surfaces of of items that we use every day so very you know intellectually stimulating and then the last and third movie which was my favorite but I'm obviously biased for um is Spider-Man No Way Home not gonna say how I found out how to watch it so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave that gap there <laughs> because I feel like I'm like yeah whatever I say is recorded so anyways that movie was amazing I loved it so much although I am a huge Marvel fan so I definitely think that I'm biased 
if you haven't seen it definitely make sure to watch it when it comes out it's like two and a half hours it like it's like a culmination of not only tom holland's like era of spider-man movie trilogy moments but it's also a culmination of the past two spider-mans toby Maguire's spider-man and andrew garfield's amazing spider-man it is so amazing it brings together not only the heroes but also the you know quote-unquote villains from the past trilogies everything is just honestly so crisp like the quality is so clean um and it's just very very pleasing like it brings me back like i haven't watched the first two spider-man trilogies in forever but like seeing the characters you know everyone's like slightly aged but honestly looks pretty much the same it's like so weird but it was so cool definitely brought me back i cried like maybe at three separate points in the movie so you know i just get attached to people especially when it's like marvel characters you feel me um but anyways it was really really good we had a cameo not even cameos but like we had dr strange in there i watched um at the end credits there's like just a trailer for the new doctor strange movie the doctor strange in the multiverse of madness which seems also amazing don't think that's coming out until like a couple months into the future i think so i'll have to wait for that but it definitely seems awesome and i really want to watch that when it comes out but yeah so spider-man the movie itself um pretty cool costume design um I don't want to say too much because it is like the final movie of the Spider-Man trilogy, but mm, anyways, I think visually very appealing, um, story-wise, very interesting. I've read a couple of comments that tie um, this like Spider-Man trilogy to the first two, how they're similar, how they're different, um, and so definitely interesting comparing and contrasting the three so far three spider-man trilogies um i love spider-man spider-man's like one of my favorite like superheroes and characters so i feel like i'm just very biased but definitely check it out it's very good if you haven't watched the first two spider-man movies or trilogies definitely check those out as well i feel like those are important into understanding kind of the premise of this third movie no way home so definitely do that first if you haven't but yeah, those are the three movies that I watched. I feel like, I feel like pretty different. Yeah, most were kind of on the more like, not depressing side, but like obviously the first one, Midsummer is a horror movie. Second one's Dark Water, which is this kind of like sinister, not like, not even sinister, but just like more somber, I guess, uh, movie theme. The last one's No Way Home, which is obviously action and adventure and fun, but, you know, also a lot of meaningful moments happen in there. So, you know, I feel like a good variety with a consistent theme throughout was very, very fun. Um, And the last thing that I have to share with you guys is that I went to Circus Open Gym. So, for those of you who are new listeners, I started going to circus practice, or not even practice, but I enrolled in, like, uh, a beginning acro class for my circus club um, on campus at school and I've been going for the past two weeks because so, they started they started like a little later into the quarter and in addition to those classes that's only for the people who get like selected you know randomly there's also open gyms which are just supervised by board members from um, the circus club and 
you can also just practice whatever discipline you want to you know like floor aerial silks or like juggling that kind of stuff and so I went this past sat- Sunday um, because there's like three open gyms like each open gym is two hours so there's like three in a row with different like board members and the last one was the open gym for my one of my like acro classes teachers he's like a first year super chill super fun um and then actually the open gym right before that is this like fourth year girl who also specializes in acro and I hadn't met her before she isn't one of my teachers but she is super super cool it was literally just them two and then me and my friend who's also in the acro class and we were just like practicing moves and it was super fun I took like two videos of of like different moves that we did and I'm like super excited I am like very passionate about circus right now like I feel like I just have so much fun and I will definitely get back to you guys because tomorrow I'm hopefully having my next class for acro and we'll learn a couple more new moves and then I plan on going to open gym again this weekend so I will update you guys with any new moves that I might have learned anyways rambling as always but very excited to share with you guys the things that I've been a bit that I've been up to um but yeah that's it for now so as always let's take a short break and we'll get to these song recommendations after hello hello welcome okay i feel like in a heartbeat i already chose my music which is kind of rare so this isn't this is some exciting exciting news we have i think it's because they the two songs that i want to recommend to you guys are both songs that i've like consistently been listening to for a while now by while, I mean, like, the past, like, two weeks, so not, like, a while, but, you know, consistent listening is important, and I've been wanting to share them with you guys, but haven't found the time to, so without further ado, I think the first song that I'm going to recommend to you guys is Acetone by Landon Conrath, so this song I actually discovered from my friend who I watched the three movies that I talked to you guys about with um and he and I don't have like super similar music tastes I feel like he's more like not even indie I don't even know what you call it I have like horrible like genre classification skills maybe like alternative I don't know like band kind of stuff does that make sense I don't know and mine is like as you guys know very poppy <laughs> r&b-e that kind of stuff um and so we also don't have a lot of overlap in our music tastes but he did show me this song and it was really really good honestly like the song gives me kind of like early 2010s like boy band rock vibes and not even like aggressive rock but like the style of singing where it's kind of like aggressive like not like yelling like obviously the person is singing and hitting notes but that kind of like like blurting out kind of like the melody definitely gives me that kind of vibe um and it's not even like busy in terms of like the instrumental and accompaniment like it's actually quite simple um which is why I like it but it it definitely has that kind of like free that like roaming free kind of spirit vibe in terms of the lyrics though actually uh I think it's just about a guy being like over over a girl. I don't know. I really I really don't really listen to the lyrics when I first listen to a song unless they're like amazing lyrics. So I think I'd have to listen to, to this song again in in order to get the vibe of it. Um but yeah, take a listen to Acetone by Landon Conrath. Um and let me know what you think. 
And the second song that I want to recommend to you guys is in Spanish, and it is called... Wait, I have to make sure that I didn't recommend it to you guys, because I swear, every time I recommend a song to you, I feel like... I feel like I'm... It, it feels like deja vu. Like, I feel like I've recommended it to you guys before, but I think... I think we're good. So yeah, the second song that I want to recommend to you guys is Vivir Así Es Morir de Amor by, by Nati Peluso, who is, I believe, an Argentinian singer. Um, she is super cool. This is actually the only song I know by her, and it's also not originally hers. So I think it's this like really well-known, yeah, Camilo Sesto. That's who, that's the original singer. Um, from what 1978 yeah so it's a very iconic classic music like song I think um, that she basically kind of did a remix of so same melody everything like that but you know uh, obviously it's like what 40 years later yeah 40 years later and so the quality of the music the quality of the kind of like instrumentals and the the accompaniment is is more crisp um and it's just more poppy compared to the original version but it's super cool i really liked it hers is very kind of like brassy like there's a lot of like uh horns and stuff like that which makes it funky you guys know i love funky um and so there's like a music video that's super fun for it and everything um yeah so it's kind of like i think she sings about so my spanish is a little rusty but i think she sings about kind of just like being a slave to love you know like uh because the the title vivir así es morir de amor is like living like this is is to die from love um it's the literal translation it probably means something a little clearer than how i directly translated it um but definitely an interesting song she has a really nice voice too like it's this very kind of like thick and on the lower side kind of voice that i like um i feel like i always appreciate when like female singers have like lower voices because i think it sounds really cool when their voice is like naturally low and you can like tell when they're singing um so she has a very cool recognizable voice i would say um and it really fits how she kind of like added her own style to the melody of the song um and it definitely just it just fits yeah i think it just fits her vibe although i don't really know her vibe because this is the only song i know by her but definitely plan on listening to some more and seeing kind of like what she has um but yeah so again take a listen to Acetone by Landon Conrath and Vivir Así Es Morir de Amor by Nati Peluso. And let me know what you think. Um, as always, that leads me to my obligatory plug. If you haven't already, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at music to my ears pod. There I post every time a new episode is up, usually on Friday mornings if I'm diligent about recording the night before. Um, but I'll have the two song recommendations for that episode up so you already know what music is there for the week. Um, if you have Spotify, feel free to follow the playlist Music to My Ears Song Recs that has all the music ever recommended in the history of this podcast get in up there in like the 150s maybe i think um but it's a good time you can go take a trip down memory lane by listening to some of the first recommendations on this podcast which is always a trippy time um but yeah i think that's it so as always i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as i did recording it please make sure you're taking care of yourselves it is very cold where i am and it hasn't gotten higher than like Honestly, like five degrees Celsius, which I'm not sure what that is in, in Fahrenheit. 
Um, but it's very cold. And if it's a blizzarding where you are, make sure you're staying warm. Don't lose any fingers or toes. Those are very important. Um, just make sure you're taking care of yourselves, drinking enough water, eating enough snacks, napping. I took a good nap today. Um, yeah, and just taking care of yourselves, taking breaks, and all of that important stuff. So that's it for this episode, but I will see you guys all in the next one. Bye, everyone. Thank you.